Hey everybody, welcome to Just Talking for another week, week seven, I believe. Thank you so much for coming back another time. Um, this is weird, I've tried to start this episode like four times, and every time there's a little slip up, or I like bump the mic or something, and I'm like, oh, I gotta do it again, I gotta start over, because it's just at the point where it makes sense, or it's like, it would be okay for me to start over, because I've recorded like four seconds of, you know, show or whatever but that allowed me I just like I sat down here at like 10 15 or whatever and I like I would I'd stop say I gotta start over but then like I'm not feeling it or whatever so I would like go on the internet and watch a video for a second you know so like I just managed to waste so much time just now it's just very easy to allow yourself um, to procrastinate I guess but it's a weird thing doing this show, like sitting down and starting this and like I don't know exactly what I'm going to talk about yet you know uh it's like a very weird kind of procrastination because the thing itself is not the easiest thing to like wrap your head around or like know what you're going to do right when you jump in like um I kind of just had to you can't it's you can't just like force yourself you can't just press the button and say go try your hardest or whatever because it's like what's going through your mind is like doing content and you know um having worthwhile things to say or whatever but actually just to get through that little rut that's it's happened to me before I literally just had to press record and jump in and start talking about whatever was on my mind which was not being able to record (laughs) whatever we got through it so two minutes in we are here week seven how you guys doing? It's March now. Um, it's been, it was a long week, a very long week, a good week. But man, you know, working is, you know, like I'm, I'm right to the point where I've been working at a professional job or whatever, like not being in college or whatever, nine to five, you know, um, for a few months now to the point where it's kind of got felt like routine a little bit in a good way. Like it feels... Um, I guess like how it should, you know, I'm very lucky that I really like my job and the things I'm doing are interesting to me and are are things that I want to improve at and stuff, you know, um, so I'm okay spending a lot of time there and I'm okay, you know, doing the things that a job requires, you know, um, sometimes though, I really do feel like I might enjoy having a meaning not meaningless um but like a you know like data entry or like mindless physical work or like you know just like a a job that you you know that you classically hear about like a job that you a job that's not a career or whatever you know just the jobs where people can actually just listen to podcasts all day like you know they only they're only using one part of their brain or just you know mindlessly doing something like it feels like it would be less pressure uh, and kind of relax, honestly, you know, just not having to use your entire frontal cortex and also worry about, like, the stuff I do is kind of creative and stuff, you know, sometimes when I'm doing whatever, you know, and it's a thing I care about, so I'm, like, connecting my confidence and self-worth and, you know, there's a lot of heavier ideas floating around when I'm doing whatever. So like, I don't know if I brought this up on the show before, but from time to time, I really do have this thing (laughs) where, so at work, we don't have a dishwasher. Um, and I've come to understand that dishwashers are very rare in New York city in general. We don't have one at our apartment either. So, um, as you know, I'm entry level position at the company or whatever. It's not like they're making me wash dishes, but I, it, it, it happens often that I'm washing dishes, you know, and the same thing at home or at the apartment. Um, you know, it, when you use a dish, you wash it at the end of the day and there's a bunch of dishes stacked up. I, I've just decided I'm going to start like, or, you know, I have been for a while. I just wash whatever dishes are in there, which is what you're supposed to do in an apartment, which I never, um, I don't think I ever had to deal with that because 
you know, you grow up with a dishwasher and as an only child and with a parent, <laughs> you're not going to be doing much dishwashing, which I, I do know that I am lucky and um, slightly rare in that regard. Because, like, some parents just make you, make you do the dishes, which they, you know, it's it's not good or bad to do either way. You know, it's just, like, whatever the list of chores was or whatever. Um, but then in college, you know, you, you have a cafeteria and you put your dirty dishes on the train that goes on this conveyor belt and disappears into nowhere, you know, um, and didn't use, really use dishes at, in the dorm or whatever, you know, so I, I, I haven't, this is so, you know, way to get around to this, but I haven't, I don't have a lot of dishwashing experience, <laughs> but I started doing it a lot. I've, I'm doing it, you know, maybe twice a day and, you know, for a, a long, a, a big amount of minutes, a lot of minutes, uh, most days. And I really kind of like it. You know, the water's warm, and it's like, you have this one thing to focus on. You can listen to music. You can not. You can just be silent and meditative for a minute, you know, and just wash dishes. You have, uh, the way I do it, I have the sponge, the yellow sponge with the green back. Literally, get this, the sponge soapy, use the yellow part to wash, and then scrub with green, and then rinse and you know anything that's left over you know go another pass but like that's like the process you do front and back inside and out you know and then you put it on the rack and it's it's i don't know uh, uh, there's something about it that it, it's nice it's like don't have, turn your brain off just hang out water's warm it's nice and you know just relax it's a good time so couple that with you know how you hear like chefs like wolfgang puck or whatever gordon ramsay Every now and then they'll tell a story like we had this this young man named Fabio who <laughs> he, he, he was 18. He never worked a day in his life or whatever. He came into my kitchen. He was like, please, can I have a job? And we made him a dishwasher. And Fabio worked so hard that in three years he was a sous chef. And in five years he had his own restaurant. And in seven years he replaced me as the head of the, <laughs> you know, like the whole like food industry, first of all. But then like the, 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 the infinitely told timeless fable of the guy that started out as a janitor entry at the bottom rung of the ladder and worked really hard and then worked his way up the ladder to be CEO or whatever. I will never get tired of that story. I, I, I will hear it a million times. Even if it's like, you know, <laughs> it's just really compelling to me. Um, Cause every time it's, hopefully genuine and new and it means that someone actually did that and that the systems or whatever were in place to allow him to do that you know like it's kind of hard to work up places like you have to you have to have this weird concoction of connections that was a fun turn of phrase that I just alliterative and whatever the other thing is when it sounds like when the back of the word is kind of similar as well whatever um all these connections and like you have to have an opportunity presented, recognize the opportunity is there, take advantage of the opportunity and actually do well when you're doing your thing or whatever. And do that like five times over years and like go two years without having a chance to move up and then like two times in a row in the next two months you can like explode and like, you know, like I, I always love, you know, the kind of motivational, inspirational stuff that's like, um, you have to put your head down, put the time in. If you do it right, if you hone your craft, if you, if you improve, the opportunity will come when you aren't looking for it or, you know, when you least expect it, when you've probably been working too hard or too long for it to, you know, have taken so long to get here, the opportunity will come, you know. You just have to trust it and just work hard. I, I love all that stuff, but um, <laughs> what am I getting at here? Um... Yeah, so the idea of that happening in a kitchen, um, starting as a dishwasher, I am I admire cooks and chefs and food preparers. I think it's I'm I know that it's a super hard thing to do. Like I watch just to, for fun. I watch like instructional cooking videos of like Jamie Oliver and Gordon Ramsay, and it's clearly the hardest thing in the world to do, <laughs> especially when you get to the more compl complicated, 
complex stuff, you know? It's incredible. Uh, and it's also gorgeous and artful and, you know, there's colors and there's science to it, you know? And they're, they're, the whole thing about it, I, I just, I'm really drawn to it without having any ability, so to speak, in the field. Like, I can make eggs and the grilled cheese. And I, I can make a mean bowl of cereal. <laughs> I think that's a quote from... Oh, that's a... Uh, it's a quote from an artist that if you ever are in the mood for some, I haven't thought of this guy in so long. Wow. This rapper that I used to listen to, you see, he's from Canada. He's one of the best of all time, honestly, but no one knows who he is. This guy named Shad. Um, uh, he's, it's like, um, kind of more intelligent, like spoken word type of like conscious, you know, lyrics and, you know, Amazing. Uh, if you're ever in the mood for some new music, uh, be sure to check him out. And that's actually, that leads into something I'm going to talk about in a minute. But um, to finish the cooking thing, <laughs> I admire cooking. I would maybe like to maybe one day maybe be not terrible at cooking. That's a decent goal, right? <laughs> so I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be, like, I have these, like, funny it's not really a fantasy. It's just like an imaginative idea or whatever. But wouldn't it be fun to drop out of the rat race or whatever we're doing all day, you know, all of us just aspiring so hard and just like pushing so hard every stupid day just to like uh, my career, man, you know, or whatever. And just go to the nearest like whatever shop, sushi or, you know, just the, there's the ramen store or the Mexican restaurant or, you know, the deli. And just say, can I be a dish? Do you need a dishwasher? Do you need someone to mop the floors, wash dishes? You know, whatever, like, you know, I'll come in one hour a week or whatever. And like, you know, or like find one that is like in a good position. Like it's actually a decent, you know, whatever. And like start off ground level. I know how to wash dishes. I think I might be getting kind of good at it. <laughs> like I like, I like being thorough and I like, you know, checking my work or whatever and being effective. Like I saw this video, we were editing this video of someone in the kitchen and he, he was like a volunteer. So he had no reason to be good at doing what he was doing, but he, he was washing dishes and they had this big um, fire hose looking thing. Like you bring it from the ceiling and you press the trigger and it like sprays out. You know how you have those in their sinks. Um, and he was just like once over with water on the plate and, he, and then he put it in the rack not doing it right <laughs> and from my perspective I can actually tell that he wasn't doing it. it's the simplest thing in the world it's not like you know but wouldn't it be cool if I was Fabio <laughs> you know D washing dishes move up and then like you know prep cook or whatever all you're doing is like portioning out the bread or whatever or like you know like slicing chopping onions get really good at chopping um foods for salads you know like i love it's like i another thing i'll never get tired of is watching someone who's good with a knife be good with a knife you know oh my gosh like it's stunning every time it's something i would always want to aspire to like i, I want to buy a chef's knife and like really get to a point where i'm a pick a pro and i've watched like being in whatever position I'm in and not owning a knife or planning to own a knife in the future, I've watched eight minute knife safety videos. <laughs> but it's great. You gotta tuck the fingers so like there's no fingers in the way at all. Your thumb is clean behind everything out of the way. And you use your knuckle to guide. And that that's how they can go so fast is they like they like from years of practice they have a guarantee 100% guarantee that nothing is in the way finger wise you know and so they can just like go mad with like speed and just like there's a hilarious video of Gordon Ramsay like chopping close to as fast as he can it's it, it, like it gets to the point where it's funny you know like like I'm sure you might have needed to ch chop that fast one time at like dinner rush on a busy Saturday at a three star restaurant in France or whatever but like so talented and so impressive so like yeah um prep cook uh or wait yeah dishwasher prep cook and then like then they let you do this the, the 
third hour of brunch service, just preparing the eggs for the whatever omelet junker. What's a typical, like stereotypical brunch dish? I forget. Because Anthony Bourdain says he hates brunch more than anything in the world. <laughs> like it's the, um, what does bastion mean? I can't remember if bastion is a good word or, or a negative word or a positive word. No, that's the different. Um, uh, the bane, that's what it is. The bane of a serious chef's <laughs> existence is brunch, you know, because it's like f- three or four dishes and they don't care. They're just, they're, they're there for the, um, for the Instagram, for the experience and being able to say, I went to brunch and for the mimosas or whatever it's called, which I do, I have no experience. I might have just said all those words wrong and, you know, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, just like, oh, you, you've been here for six months watching dishes and we've gotten compliments that our dishes are the most clean of anyone in this. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. But, you know, why don't you whip up an egg for the fourth hour of brunch on this low traffic day in um, February, you know, and then like, then you just work your way up. And then eventually I am a sous chef and I'm, I'm making sous vide. <laughs> that'd be kind of cool is is what I, so yeah I, I think about doing that sometimes or like a job where like a job where I could just hang out you know um but at the end of the day we're doing this for a reason you know whatever job you're in if it's like your capital C career you know it's a little bit different of what you know the expectations and the goals you set for yourself like you take it very seriously because it's the thing hopefully it's the thing you love and the thing that you want to do with your life and you want to be good at it and it means a lot to you to be good at it you know so I think you know connecting your happiness and your confidence or whatever to how you're doing at work could easily be unhealthy but I think there's a part of it that actually is healthy you know because how else are you going to hold yourself accountable or actually put maximum effort in or actually care the most about, you know, what you're doing? Um, yeah, so <laughs> don't know where I, how I got there, but yeah. Uh, work is cool. Let's see. That I was not planning on talking about that. What's really cool is last week... Um, the return episode after we went a month without episodes I went the entire episode without looking at my notes one time just off the dome (laughs) just just whatever I was feeling and that's definitely definitely what the show should be moving forward but it's weird because I mean that's what you kind of want the the ideal I almost said platonic ideal which I don't even know if that's the same thing I know it's a phrase but (laughs) Uh, maybe like the classic ideal I forget what the definition is but um, you would want it to be that just me sitting down having thoughts prepared like you talking for an hour or whatever but at the same time I need to have um, a plan for what I'm going to talk about I have to have things in mind that I have already checked at least a half time or one time will be interesting you know because otherwise I'm just sitting here rambling wandering you know I don't know and I also don't know what the appeal of the show is or you know it's still early but uh so I think yeah the hopefully the the format will be I have a few topics ready um you know and I still kind of tangent around and bounce around. It's it's up to me to determine what I'm thinking up in real time. Is that all worthwhile to, to be here from anybody, you know? We'll see. But, um, man, I had, I had a couple thoughts during that, during that thought that I just forgot. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to try not to look at my notes because... Um, I will, however, write down what I just thought because it's it's. Do you ever get the thing? Um, where I, it's been happening to me a lot, 
um, I have so many things in my head and so many things I want to do so many like and I'm even more annoying than other people like I have multiple careers I am thinking or I you know fantasizing about or whatever like there's so much to do all the time there's so much to do for work there's so much to do for personal project work or whatever you know like hobby stuff and there's even like you have to put fun into planning or you have to sorry it's early it's not early (laughs) it's 11 (laughs) a.m you have to put work you have to put planning into fun now because you can have fun any old way and it's great and effective and you know you're having fun but like there's so many there's so many options for fun nowadays which what a first world problem like we we are living in paradise <laughs> you know but like like i want to like uh, i want to watch a movie or whatever but then like you have to uh, what am I in the mood for? What does Netflix have? What is what are the critics saying is a good movie this weekend? Or what you know like, and like uh, I have to set aside two and a half hours to be able to do you know, or whatever. And like I like like organizing stuff occasionally, and like you know you make a list of your favorite movie, your, the movies you want to watch, and like, and also constantly running through my head like, I, I get inspiration like every stupid minute, which is the best. Uh, and I would never want to change that, never complain about it, but there's a freaking lot going through my head. <laughs> like, like in the span of two minutes, I'll think of two different people, two different, um, you know, industries that I want to, uh, make sure I read their book or listen to their thing or like, you know, I have to dedicate this amount of time in a, to do this, this thing. I just have to write everything down and, you know, uh, it's hard to organize like you, you want to th- pull out your phone open your notes new note type of thing throw it away you know but then like you're left with this I, I, my my notes app on my phone is just an infinite scroll <laughs> you know you know how like on Twitter and Facebook they, they have the thing called infinite scroll where like you'll never actually reach the end of your newsfeed you will net it's it's algorithmically impossible and you know physically impossible to ever get to a point where it says that's the end you've seen all you need for today or whatever first of all the content that you've missed in the past 45 minutes you haven't checked facebook is already an infinite you know amount um but also they have i watched this video on vox um today that or the this week that says the the exact same thing so go check out vox if you want um more details but uh, it's a thing everyone knows. It's common knowledge that their advertiser interests, or you know, their their interest. Period. The point of those sites, they believe, or a, a huge aspect of what they do, they would like to think is keeping you on the site as long as possible. That that is driven so much that the a, a lot of these companies have done changes they've made to their algorithm and their platform and massive, you know, uh, decisions they've made in what they, you know, what they put out there that will shape the culture of their platform and, um, how the user experiences it, you know, just because they're so obsessed with keeping you on there. Like I've probably talked about it before, but YouTube, which, you know, always good for a cat video or whatever, but they, since they've really exploded into like this massive millions and billions of views type thing, they've changed what is prioritized in the algorithm. It used to be a video is popular. It gets views. That is what, like, as long as you are getting views, you rocket to the top or whatever. And you snowball or what's the word for, um, uh, like it builds on itself, you know? But they changed it recently to, I definitely talked about this eight weeks ago, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but I'll, I'll give you the fast version. The, uh, the what is prioritized now is a thing called watch time. So it's literally, if you, you are prioritized if your video is longer than 10 minutes and if your audience watches the video for all 10 minutes, that's the prime spot to be in. And then they also prioritized uh, volume of videos. So it used to be like 
a guy working on a cartoon or an animator could spend four weeks on a project, upload it, and get the same kind of amount of uh, advertiser revenue that anyone else could, you know, making a makeup tutorial or a guitar hero, whatever, you know. But then it turned into video has to be 10 minutes or longer if you're going to get, like, more money than other people or whatever. And it has to if you upload every day that's highly prioritized so now like there's been like different eras of what has been uh popular and the the main thing you could point to is like that is what youtube is a lot about right now and right now we're in the vlog era v-l-o-g where people are filming their day for 10 minutes or you know making videos for 10 minutes, uploading them every day, the daily vlog, and making millions of dollars <laughs> in some cases. Uh, because that's what, you know, for whatever reason, that's what the algorithm is pumping out. But it, uh, they made that decision because that will keep users on the site for longer. They'll see more ads. They'll um, be turned around to see more videos. Like, it's easier to keep them in the loop and hooked on that website, you know? And that's why Facebook listens to your conversations or whatever they do to, like, hear hear things that would interest you. Or, like, you know, they, they put a lot of work into, like, making sure the things you are experiencing are what you would want to. Like, if you like a thing, you like a post from some guy, you're going to see more posts from him. I think it's almost proven that that's how that works. Because there's a guy on my Facebook who posts memes all day. All day. It's the best. <laughs> and I have a thing on social media where I am so free with my likes. Like, on on Vine, even when that was out, I was, I you know, like, you can see a thing and like, oh, I, I, I like that thing. That's good content or whatever. And just move on with your day. But I, like, for whatever reason, like, I know they keep a track or a log of what you've liked. So you can go back and look through your likes I guess um but also just like I don't know there's there's a, a thing that's like a habit that's gotten in my head about I really if if the if the content appeals to me in any way like on vine it was like I would see a vine that was actually bad like categorically textbook a low quality piece of work not worthwhile but like something about how a person said a thing or like some little sound effect that like stuck in my ear it was like that is compelling or so like you know just like a shot they get accidentally you know it was like s- worthwhile enough to me like vine was interesting because how the videos looped over and over again and like you would get into certain rhythms with how videos came across. like it's it's they're six second videos but they're really not they're like these looping pieces of art that like are infinite and no time at all and you know they're really cool but like things that weren't about the actual content like I actually don't want to give um King Batch or whoever this content creator is uh the like or whatever but he did something in that vine accidentally probably that was compelling to me so I gave it a like and I like I give likes to all sorts of stuff like you know like I'm on the discover page and I see like you know I don't know like any number like it just uh, of course, any dog picture, of course, <laughs> but you know, just a, a, a new story, but like the caption is interesting or whatever. Like I'll like anything is what I'm saying. Um, but I will also like every single one of those memes that guy posts and like, what is it doing? Cause it's, it used to be like the like was for the uploader or the, the, the person that putting the thing up. He's like, Oh, I got the feedback that that guy likes that thing first of all this guy posting memes is posting maybe a hundred a day <laughs> maybe <laughs> he's such a hero <laughs> he's an inspiration um and i've been liking them for it's actually probably multiple years now i think is that possible maybe at least a year he knows i like the content <laughs> he knows to you know keep it up old chap like you know he's gotten the positive uh reaction you know from his audience or whatever uh i have gotten the 
experience of liking that thing or whatever. I don't know what it is, but like still a year later, I'm liking every single one of them. I'm, I'm heart reacting. I'm uh haha reacting, you know, and you can do it on Facebook. Uh, so all of this is to say my timeline because of the Facebook algorithm is destroyed with this guy's memes. Like it's like 80% of what I see. <laughs> 80%. <laughs> And I would not have it any other way. I absolutely wouldn't. But that's so funny that like the other thing about the this this whole algorithm thing is I kind of get um, paranoid about like I want a timeline that is just the stuff from the people I follow in chronological order. And this annoys everybody across the board because Instagram keeps messing with their algorithm to show you stuff from five days ago from this person like, oh, you haven't heard from this person. Well, you're like, you know, random ideas Twitter does the same thing where they show you your friend liked this tweet from this person you don't follow or a lot of people are liking this tweet this this tweet from Kylie Jenner or whatever trash you know and all anyone wants in this world according to a lot of the users I've listened to about you know they just want the tweets in the order they came out you know they'll show you a tweet from 5 days ago they don't care you know and they have their own reasons to like point you towards ads and to keep you engaged and like, you know, you'll maybe you'll stay on longer or whatever. But all anyone wants is a chronological timeline. And also, they'll if you like a tweet more than once or whatever, they'll give you more tweets from that person. So, it, me sitting here liking tweets that I see, it's random how I saw those in the original. Uh, originally, you know. But now I'm going to be stuck with just the things I liked, you know, and just randomly that I happen to see five articles from this news source I liked or whatever. Now I'm flooded with just that one thing. Like I want, I don't know, it's, it's a weird thing because they want it. You could understand the thought process from user or creator that you want the user to be kind of in control of what they see and like. They, they, they love saying they tailor the news feed to you or your interest. The, the, the site learns what you like or whatever. They're just taking what you like and giving you more of that. But it should be if you choose to follow somebody, you get their content. You know, I don't know. That was a weird, that probably was not relatable or interesting to anybody. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and where was I going with that? Facebook. Um, liking stuff. I don't know, but um, I do like. Um, I'm just jumping topics now, but I think I was talking something about like. What was I talking about? I honestly forget what I was talking about earlier, but um, I do know that I wrote down here. Uh, thank goodness I wrote it down. It's funny because we're on episode seven now. Um, the other podcast is on episode ten. Will come out today, I hope, and um, maybe eleven will come out soon too because it's the Oscars tonight. A lot to talk about, and I won't bore you on this episode with <laughs> thoughts about movies. It's funny, like sometimes when I'm writing stuff down that I want to talk about uh, for this show, it's like a movie thing, like Black Panther or whatever, and I'm like. I should not, I have an entire show where I talk about movies, <laughs> you know, uh, so I won't bore you, but the Oscars are going to be very interesting tonight, be sure to tune in, like, so much could happen, good and bad, just fascinating, like, it's going to be an interesting night, but, um, we're at 7, that shows at 11, um, there's a thing, a very real phenomenon on in the podcasting world you know there's a million podcasts for one a million and another million podcasts start uh, start out they're like yeah i'm gonna do this every week man and like i'm gonna get all my friends to listen to it and it's just always terrible i know this from excruciating experience <laughs> they still my podcasts still are terrible i mean you know it, it like it's such a ridiculous, like, I don't know, like YouTube videos, podcasts. It's it's 
vital and important and good and amazing that we have these platforms that are have no barrier to entry you know anyone can excuse me anyone can make a, sh a show can make a video put it on the internet it feeds into your actual phone's podcast app like it looks official and stuff and anyone can listen to it that's huge but <laughs> it does open the door for mediocre content content from people that aren't quite ready to be making big time mainstream primetime content um you know bad content you know <laughs> which is what i've been making what's what we've all been making if you we we're all making bad stuff right now but um all those podcasts start out and it's just funny how we all make our friends listen to them and it's like a huge it's such a favor to have your for your friend to listen to your show like i've been over this before but i don't like making people or ask asking people to listen i try to never do ever telling people the show exists is still a, a mountain i have not climbed over entirely you know but then I'm, I'm sitting here reading articles about how to grow your show or whatever and how do you start from zero the, the the zero to one jump has to be the people you know which is just frustrating because it's freaking embarrassing <laughs> but okay all of that all of that aside all these shows start they start you know pretty fast you know they're 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 in a groove they're like i'm excited you know and and josie's listening to this show it's i gotta gotta put the show out you know <laughs> a couple weeks of that you know there is a very real thing apparently well not apparently because i'm experiencing it right now around eight episodes like six to ten or like eight episodes a massive percentage i forget what it was a huge percentage of podcasts just die like they get slightly tired of doing the same thing because you know it's a glamorous you you see mark maron taking over the world and like always having these conversations with people or like you know i'm gonna watch every episode of friends and recap it with my friend who also loves friends like th those are fun ideas uh you might listen to a show like that you know um you, like the thing the thing i live every day is this is my life is i see something cool i'm like that is a, a cool thing that like is meaningful to me in my life helpful to me the, the very next thought I have is I want to do that thing <laughs> that, is, that is such a natural thought to have I'm sure I'm not the only one doing it but um so like you start off you're like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this show every single week I'm gonna watch every episode of friends um it's kind of hard if you're gonna edit them it's kind of hard and tedious to freaking edit these things um you get faster at it you get better obviously but it's you know it's it's a pain to sit down in a stupid chair and like I had to cut out where he said um twice in a row and make it sound like he only said um once and I slide the timeline over and then I like mix it and you know and then you're still bad at it because no one's good at editing at this point um and and then you put it up and it's still bad and the mixing's off and it's freaking embarrassing and you're and as a listener it's so easy to be like oh that on a on un what's the word untalented <laughs> oh that bad editor podcaster like it's offensive to a listener i know because i've been a listener and i've been all hoity-toity like you should have put more effort into this or whatever and then i listen to my own show that has the exact same issues this show which i do not edit i still manage to mess up the mixing from the theme song to the to the show <laughs> the theme song's too loud or too quiet every single gosh darn week and i'm so sorry <laughs> like I, I i i record the show put the theme song at the end and the beginning export it upload it listen to it to check real quick and immediately i can tell the mixing's off you know which is freaking ridiculous and i'm gonna make try to make sure i i fix that but you know no one knows how to edit you know so it's tedious um the the uh the you know the the wash the glow of you know your status about the podcast got a bunch of likes and Aunt Josie's listening to it and your friends from high school are listening to it, you know, <laughs> like, and they said they would and stuff like you're excited. You're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta keep making it, you know, eight weeks later, it's two months. 
I don't know many shows that I'm still reliably listening to. Like, it's weird. It's so... This world has so much content. More than has ever been fathomed how much content is out there. More people making stuff constantly. There's so many podcasts. There's so many podcasts. And I... It's a podcast boom. That's why... I'm doing it. That's why every single week there's a new one premiering, you know? Um, But as a consumer, because I'm also a consumer of these things, I listen to them constantly. But there's so many that kind of, like, I'll go a few weeks without listening to it. Or I'll go months, you know? Like, I just forget. Like, every every week, you know, Chris has a podcast. It's great whenever I listen to it. I go massive stretches without listening to it. And there's so many examples of that, like the Pete Holmes's podcast, which I used to listen to religiously and Mark Maron too. And Chris Hardwick, the the OGs of the the whole genre, honestly. Uh, It's so important to me that they make those shows and they're, they're doing well and stuff. But I, in the past couple of years, I've gone months and months and months without listening to their show just because like my fancies changed or whatever, like, I didn't recognize the guest that week, and that happened like five weeks in a row, you know? (laughs) Or like, I wasn't in the mood for a long-form emotional conversation about their career or whatever. You know, like, just whatever variables you're not listening to it. But it's, it's comforting, it's really important to me that I can look into the world and see that show is still out there and they're still doing their thing without actually putting the, the time in myself or like, you know, partaking in it myself. That's why when a show gets canceled and everybody's like, oh, I love that show. And then the people that are making the show were like, freaking, if you watch the show, <laughs> if you would watch the show, we would not be in this position. <laughs> you know? It's like you just like having, it's like you like knowing something exists in the background or whatever. Uh, and being able to pop in whenever you want and check it out again for a, a minute, you know? That would work if these shows weren't based on advertisers and listenership and listening hours and analytics and and even on when you're not when it's not a money making thing, no one's listening. It's very hard to motivate yourself to put in this time. You know, I tell myself it's about improving as a broadcaster, as an editor as a guy talking on a mic because that's really all I am trying to do like I, I I really hate if it's ever come across as like oh he's trying to I don't even know what it would come across as like you know get famous or whatever like or or he thinks the show is good <laughs> he has any notion that the show is not terrible that would be if you think that if you think I feel that way please I know there's both of my shows any more shows I happen to create because I keep doing that too (laughs) um I know it's all trash I know it's all you know like I know there's bright spots where like we we're cool for a minute I know this show has some good moments but I know that I have no uh what's the word preconceived notions or um delusions (laughs) that the show is good um I'm just here to try to improve and uh, put the time in, you know, because a really cool thing that's happening is not that I've even put any time in yet or showed any signs of improvement or whatever, but I, I, I am getting better, I think. I'm better at editing. I'm faster. You know, you learn the keyboard shortcuts and stuff. Um, I'm also kind of, I think, getting better at it kind of talking, you know, expressing myself Expressing myself. Sorry, I just heard myself say that. <laughs> uh, man. Sorry. Um, like, carrying on a conversation and, like, I mean, there's still lulls and conversations and stuff, but, you know, like, having, always having something more substantial and interesting, like, you, you can get to the joke faster or, you know, just, like, I feel a little bit more powerful (laughs) no that's not the word more capable 
I guess, um, in these random situations, like talking and, and then as an editor, when you sit down at the computer and you're like, you do like four things really quickly, that's always a excellent feeling, you know? Um, but that's, so that, that's super great. Uh, being in my position as like getting feedback. It's like when you go to the gym for a week and then you flex and your muscles slightly bigger or whatever best feeling in the world because it's like I just I just did something and then I saw the result of it however small I know that it's working a little bit so I can keep coming back and keep dedicating myself to this knowing that there um is a a worthwhile reason to do it you know um the same thing's happening at work for me too which is really if it's good it feels it feels good but um so that's why I do it, and that's as no one listens because I don't want anyone to listen yet. Um, I actually do. I kind of, I don't know. I'm to the point where I think the show isn't embarrassing enough yet, or anymore, that I think I'm cool with people hearing it. You know, like at first it was like I was, you know, the thing where you put your head in front of your face and you kind of look away. Like I was doing that on every physical, mental, emotional level. I was just like please don't pay attention. <laughs> you know, I have to do this. I have to, you know, but now I'm like, you know, it's cool or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but so if you don't have that, if you're doing it, if you don't know why you're doing it, if you're doing it cause you thought it would be fun and you want your friends to listen, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then they stop listening because it's not a malicious thing. It is not a malicious thing. It's not a meaningful thing even for someone to not listen to your show. I see everywhere people doing amazing things everywhere friends and famous people alike like friends of mine that are like you know writing articles and stuff and um some of them are starting podcasts too everybody's starting a podcast by the way we were not wrong about the second podcast boom (laughs) second podcast boom is real ladies and gentlemen (laughs) we are getting inundated um but people are doing that you know like you know, whatever little project you're doing that's, like, cool, and you, like, you share it with your friends, and everyone's like, yeah, it's awesome. Um, There's so much of that. I want to and wish I could partake with all of it always, but, you know, uh, it's like I'm happy for you, and I hope that people feel this way in a certain degree about me, too. Like, I'm happy that you're doing it. I'm happy that you are joining the race, joining the game, throwing yourself in there, to like start doing this thing I am well aware because I'm in the exact same boat you are that it's going to be bad right now you know it's not going to be good stuff it'll be it's amazing if it will be good and if it is good right now if it even has like two good minutes out of an hour then that's very impressive it means you have the the goods to it means you have the talent to you know just hone that, try to expand those two minutes to, you know, maybe four minutes. That's, <laughs> that's my goal right now. Um, but it's kind of hard in this world where, like, you can get a $200 million movie on your laptop in five minutes, five seconds, you know. It's kind of hard to think that someone's going to listen to an hour and a half of you every week when you didn't... M- cut the episode well and like you can tell when there's cuts and stuff you know stuff like that or you know uh and the, so try to finish that thought real quick well, i gotta write something down um so it's it's you have to allow yourself i don't know uh it, it you can't that's sorry i'm trying to bring five thoughts together at once here uh all these shows end or die you know (laughs) for you know myriad reasons i just laid out it's not at a certain point it's not worth it for people to keep doing it It it's like oh i kind of get what this is i could put five hours a week into it or i could start a community garden or whatever you know if it's not so important to you and if and if your friends like your friends are happy you're doing it but they're not quite listening anymore or whatever you know whatever reason you need it makes sense that these shows kind of fizzle out the whole reason i'm talking about any of this is we are at that threshold right freaking now (laughs) and it was so sad because 
four thumbs up went on a long hiatus. It's basically still on a hiatus just because we haven't been able to. It's so much harder. Like if I had trouble recording myself talking for an hour, can you imagine just coordinating another dude to record? And I don't even know how the shows that have a new guest every week, how they handle it. But um, just we haven't been able to get together and like we record a show and it was this happened sometimes. It was so bad. Actually, that didn't really happen. There was a there was one that wasn't substantive or like it didn't fill a whole hour. Like we we could have edited it down to like the best twenty minutes or whatever. But you know, and then if I don't edit them in time because I'm busy and lazy and whatever reason they they stop being timely, so they're not worth putting out anymore. Um, whatever reason. Uh, so we we've missed a, a bunch of weeks, but it was literally our last episode was the eighth episode. <laughs> And we went like 25 days or something, something crazy without uploading again. And people were, you know, all uh, a couple people were asking where it was and stuff. And it was so, I could just see the, the, the podcast death spiral, like staring at me. Like I read that article the day before (laughs) I was like, Oh, is this it? You know, but we're pushing through because for me, it's important to keep doing this. It's important just to keep the routine up, you know, and just keep keep making stuff. So we're going to push four thumbs up through back on a regular schedule soon. Um, I think we're at like episode 10 or I think I mentioned. But in this show, episode seven, uh, right around the threshold as well. But I think this one's going to be safe. I think I'm going to keep pushing because like once you hit like 15, probably straight, you know, probably be able to handle it. The other thing, which is so weird, is shows that maybe don't have a lot of listenership or haven't popped or whatever, um, or like you just never heard of them, and they're on episode 300, like, what have you been doing this whole time, you know, like, and I commend you, it's a massive achievement, so huge, but like, at just a certain point you have to like either wonder what's going on or like I don't know try try something new with, the, with getting it out there I don't know it's it's weird but um I do think if you if you do a podcast that you don't edit I think it's much easier to just pump them out because that's what I'm doing with this show it's been a lot easier than the other one or anything else I might end up doing just not having to edit them is a huge weight off your back you know because like the other ones you're like every minute you're like crafting the audience experience or whatever and like there's freaking fades and transitions and you know you you're trying to craft what you're saying to be something worthwhile like you're taking out the ums you're taking out the tangents you're taking out anything that doesn't lead to your point it's like editing an essay or something stupid this show is a little bit different (laughs) clearly (laughs) i leave in when i take a sip of water i leave in when i did I leave in when I got up one time and just walked away for like 30 seconds? No, I didn't do that. But, you know, I just like stream of consciousness talk and then don't edit it and just throw it up. Like that's, that's a different show. And you know what you signed up for, guys. But um, I think the last thing I was going to say about the podcast thing is um, I love so many shows, you know, a million. Um but there's only so much time in my day, you know, and you kind of get into grooves and you get, you you discover a new show and you get really excited about it. Like it's happened a few times this, this like year or so where I'll, I'll find a new show and I'll get so obsessed with it that like, like they become a massive part of my day. You know, it happened with Cody Co recently. He still is, you know, huge, huge thing for me. Um, it happened with Bill Burr's podcast. I used to listen to that every day. Joe Rogan, like you have these, um, uh, what's the word? Not trends, but like, um, like times in your life, you know, you'll go weeks where all you do, uh, when you're not doing another thing, when like all your podcast time is dedicated to just absorbing this new thing that you discovered. Um, that happened with me with all these people. The most recent one is Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky. 
these two comedians that are married that have a podcast. It's the funniest. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, uh, and I was like, you know, hours a day. Every every podcast I was listening to was them for like a few weeks, you know. And I still love them, but I'm just sort of coming out of the, you know, the whole like the the rabbit hole I fell into, you know. But what's cool about it is because like so I don't listen to Mark Maron every week. I don't listen to Joe Rogan every week anymore. I'm you know. Uh, I fell off Cody Ko a tiny bit because also he hasn't been uploading his main podcast because he's been doing other stuff. But um, I can feel myself kind of falling back off of your mom's house. But what's really cool about everything is it's not like I forget that they're there or I don't think they're good anymore. I'm just adding to this list, this infinite list, excuse me, of things that I think are great, (laughs) you know? And it's like I can just finally tailor whatever, like, microcosm of... Not microcosm, sorry. Minutia? I forget. Whatever, like, tiny sliver of a mood, like, very specific, like, I'm looking for something funny but darkly serious with... And they show viral videos, and there's three of them, and the uh, it goes for an hour and a half, and it's, um, you know, it's on this... Uh, platform and it's a video but it also has an audio version or whatever like you can go down like 20 um you know if you want two people talking is it a comedian interviewing them is it a serious show is it uh one hour two hours or three hours you can actually do that (laughs) um are there tangents is it focused you know like you can do that new shows there's so many things out there that like you can just find, you know, and I'm just growing my list, you know, of so much stuff that is incredible. The weird thing is, meanwhile, I'm like, you know, popping in every twice a month or whatever. But they're out there trying to make a living doing this every single week. And their their livelihood depends on me coming back every week. But I'm, I'm just out here frolicking, you know, like, oh, I'm going to try this one for this week. And then I'll, I'll see you guys in a... In, 31 days and I'm going to see this one you know like there are people and also I think there really are people that listen every week to to the same show for years um I've gone probably six months to a year where I listen to the same show you know um it might have been easier when there were less shows you know I don't know but it's uh maybe that's just a me thing because I'm like, I, I float all over, and I, I'm always finding new stuff or whatever. Um, it's it's funny, because whenever I talk about these things, I, I am reminded that I'm also, not really, but uh, technically part of the, the other side of it, the content creator side, you know? Like, I would assume that people only listen to the show occasionally or they only listen to the movie one when it's a movie they've seen you know uh and i think i'm cool with that i'm not making money with this yet obviously but um just being like uh the whole situation with content right now is there's so freaking much of it but you have to play the game like i i am fully on board with just throwing content into the 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 world throwing it out to the the uh the universe just pumping it out you know as much as i can make as much as i want to make you know and just whatever sticks sticks whoever happens to listen you know right now until priorities change or whatever but i'm just fine with that being like you that's what everyone's doing everyone everyone you you have a thousand people you follow on instagram every single one of them is making an instagram story right now (laughs) are you gonna watch all of those i don't think so man (laughs) I hope you do because, you know, ah, whatever. But, like, there's so much Instagram stories. Like, this is something, you know, I'll talk about this now. We're at an hour, but uh, this is one thing I actually wrote down. Um, we are all making content now to a ridiculous degree, professionals and amateurs. And there's just so much out there. Like, an inc- like I-, I can't stress how much freaking content's out there. Like, it's suffocating almost, you know. Um, and there's people on an amateur level, you know, just 
friends for their friends, making Instagram stories, Snapchat stories, you know. Uh, a different type of person is making a YouTube video or a podcast, you know. But, yeah, it's it, and more professionals are getting opportunities. Like, Netflix is giving a, a stand-up special to anyone who is half worth their salt and has a modicum of uh, following, you know. Like, random people that only me as a stand-up nerd would know you're getting a netflix special with a capital you know capital letters like a special where they rented a theater and filmed it with nice cameras and edited it and and edited it that's a pete holmes joke um like and they're putting one out every single week i think i i read a thing about netflix where they're they put a, a special out every single week for an entire year 52 episodes or no 52 specials you know 52 different comedians getting a special or if you're dave Chappelle, you just get two in one year because you're a savant <clears throat> but um and there's just so much like i don't know it's 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 weird so one thing i do really feel this is a very like real thing i've started feeling is i'm very proud of all of our collective social media output like i really there's some some tweets i read are some of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life like i will die laughing for minutes you know um and this is like universal like the, the whole country the whole world you know and we we very well figured out how to Taylor stuff, Taylor content to different platforms. Like, <clears throat> sorry, I got this um, scratchy throat now. Maybe it's talking for an hour straight. We'll do that to you. <laughs> but um, maybe it gives me the uh, the Jack Donahue, uh the uh, the rumble. <laughs> um, uh, when the, all the platforms were starting to come out, like there's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's, there's Instagram. We were like, okay, this might be a couple too many, <laughs> you know, like they all kind of do the same thing. You can do all the same things on Facebook that you can do on, you know, whatever, but they developed all their own personalities, which is really interesting to me. Um, like Twitter has the best jokes and these best, like, and they all have their own, like, yeah, communities. Um, some Instagram content is being like, I'm, I'm just really proud of how professional, and like well-produced all this stuff is it helps that our phones have these cameras that are better than the most expensive movie camera in the, the 50s or whatever but um like people know how to like zoom and like uh edit their stuff and like put these filters on things and um there's there, people are like learning how to shoot video with a narrative uh you know, spin like they're 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 moving the audience like Spielberg. You know, it's like really kind of fun. <laughs> um, and I'm just really it's it's really cool that everybody's making all this stuff. And I'm like, I really think like it's been a few years. Someone's alarm is going off. If you can hear that, you know when you hear someone's alarm going off and you're like, how are you still asleep? There's been a thing making a, a uh, literally an alarm sound in your ear for 45 seconds I, I again I'm trying to get a better sense of whether you guys can hear all that stuff I listened to last week's episode and or briefly I didn't listen to the whole thing obviously but um, a car alarm would go off and you would clearly hear the car alarm and I'd be like uh, can you guys hear the car alarm this is just funny at this point. If you guys can hear this, and if you can't hear it, then I'm sounding like a crazy person. Oh, it's gone. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> what are they talking about? Uh, people are making content. It's really cool. Um, there's just a flood of it, and it, people are choosing their own stuff. Like, I am. I I really feel a anxiety about it because I'm watching Instagram stories, I'm watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, doing other things. I have not watched a show on Netflix in I don't know how long. And part of it is I don't have the time to sit down and do a 30-minute thing. 
a 30 minute straight, but I can certainly waste an hour and a half watching five minute things, <laughs> which is not, not how you're supposed to do it. But I think I've made my point. Uh, everyone's making stuff. It's really cool. Happy to be a part of it. Glad to be a part of it. Um, if you ever hear this show or any show I or any content I make, any of my mediocre tweets, I thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to get out of here. It's about an hour and six minutes. Last week we went like an hour and ten. Would it be funny if, of all the improvements I can make to the show, the decision I make is like, you know, I think I can push to an hour and a half. <laughs> Every week I can, you know, I can get there. And I start doing 90-minute episodes <laughs> instead of, I don't know, editing them <laughs> or making them good or, you know, I don't know. I hope we're improving. But uh, Okay, so I will see you guys later. Happy, have a happy March, March 4th. Uh, it's going to be a good month, I think, so far. It's been freaking busy and hard, and the weather has been crazy. We'll talk about that later, but... Uh, yeah, have a good time. Uh, watch the Oscars tonight. I hope you're doing well. Um, oh, I forgot to read an ad. Uh, I'm gonna start reading ads for these <laughs> for these things that don't sponsor me, but that I like. Um, and if you ever want to write into the show or say hey, you know, you know what to do. Okay, thank you guys. Uh, have a great have a great day. Have a, have a great week. Have a great time. <laughs> I'll see you later.